Hi, I'm Bill's defensive end, Greg Russo, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on Circling the Wagons podcast. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Yeah, so Josh Allen didn't look spectacular in today's win over the Patriots, 27 to 21. It's a win, a win is a win is a win, right? There's no style points, but the Bills were 15 and a half point favorites. And yeah, I did. I bet and I bet the points i'm like i don't see them especially after last week's game against the chargers i know the bills play better at home but i'm like the patriots this year i think they have their number and i think they're better than their record shows so i i wanted Allen to get a touchdown man I passing know. touchdown extend that that's i know cool. that that's streak. right what was it 23 games in a row he had a passing touchdown right yeah yeah no well the pass the passing and the rushing right oh Two. yeah yeah two rushing touchdowns today no uh throwing touchdowns he did have that one interception uh the bills should have beaten the patriots by a lot more four four turnovers in the was it three in the first quarter yeah i think it was uh yeah i think they were all let's see let's see first quarter interception punt this is the patriots interception punt interception fumble punt interception four turnovers in the first quarter and how many points did the Bills score in the first quarter 13 you would think a little bit more, especially when one of those interceptions ended up being a touchdown, a taint. We finally got a taint today. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah. It was awesome. Dude, Rasul Douglas, That's he's just – where would we be without him? Dude, what a great pick. Is he the best ever? Ever? <laughs> At the position? Is he the only <laughs> – he had uh, – well, that move at that trade deadline to give up a third round pick, get back a fifth, and him basically you're basically giving up a fourth almost, like right, like that's essentially, and and that's yeah. I don't. Well, know I mean, works. essentially, like if you were to equate, you know, three and a five, and yeah, so easy, easy, mm. absolutely worth every penny, right? I mean, he's playing, I'd say, as good or if not better than Tredavious White. Not that it's a contest, but he looked great, absolutely. They're the it's a contest, <laughs> yeah. And he looked great. I mean, a lot of the defense, you know what I credit the defense looking good. I mean, Terrell Bernard had two sacks today. Christian Benford had that fumble recovery and the fumble. He forced a fumble and then recovered the fumble too. Rizul Douglas, you mentioned two interceptions. Um, Ed Oliver had a good game. He had the interception and uh, a sack. Um, really good game by the defense. I, I, I contributed to two things, okay? First one being Daquan Jones coming back, which is, I'm sure, helpful to Ed Oliver and the rest of the defensive line, right? And then the second thing was making Von Miller inactive today because I kind of feel like the Bills got a little bit of a jolt from like not having that dead weight hanging around their shoulders <laughs> because it was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I mean, if, there's, if they're making it at this point now, I mean, credit to the Bills for finally making him inactive, but dude, it's been 11 weeks, 10 weeks, I guess he's played. It's just like, what were you waiting for, man? Like this, <laughs> I think they were waiting for AJ Epinesa to come back healthy and he did come back this game. So that was good. But, uh, they started Kingsley Jonathan over 
Von Miller. I'm just like, I feel like I already saw more plays that he made today than than Von Miller's made like the last ten games. So, I mean, did that surprise you that move? Like, I I was kind of surprised because it it kind of damns like the decision to do it now. Damn, like I'm glad they're not viewing it like a sunk cost fallacy, right? It's like, hey, make an independent decision. That's really good to see. But it's like, what were you thinking the last eleven? No, a hundred percent. 100%. I'm glad they eventually, you know, well, it's just like the Dorsey thing. Like, we wanted him fired like three weeks before he got fired, right? <laughs> and then eventually it's like, well, I'm glad you actually fired him, but maybe if you'd done it sooner, we'd be able to save a few of these games, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, good on them for, for recognizing it and everything going on. So uh, I don't know why they waited this long. I don't know. It wasn't really injuries because uh, until AJ Ebenezer was injured, they weren't really missing any defensive ends. So yeah, I. I I'm okay with it. What'd you, what'd you think about, you know, Josh? I mean, does that, does that worry you? The bills come out with a win, by the way, this is, this is, uh, the recap episode of circling the wagons, a Buffalo bills fan podcast. I'm your host, Nate joined with my co-host Mike. Um, after today's win of 27, 21 against the Patriots in orchard park, uh, this episode is brought to you by the twin spires sports book at Delago, um, at the Delago resort and casino in Waterloo, New York. I mean, Josh Allen's, I, we're ten and six right now. The Bills are ten and six. They're playing Miami because Miami got spanked by the Ravens today. Was it 56 to nineteen or something like that? It was. It was. It was a drubbing. It was not really that close. So uh, the Bills are ten and six. The Dolphins are ten and six. They're looking for the Bills are looking to win the division next week. This is the scenario we had always hoped for that the Bills would be able to win it in a game against the Dolphins in Miami next week. Um, how do you feel about? the Josh Allen that we saw today. And are you worried? Because I mean, Josh Allen, I mean, he did, he didn't play great last time against the Patriots earlier this season, but he played great against the dolphins and that's who they're playing next week. I mean, it's a week to week league, right? We don't know how he's going to play, but right now, how do you feel? I, I just think Belichick and the Patriots always play the bills tough. So I, I think when we both look at that line, like it's was way too many points. Uh, so I'm feeling great. For next week, don't you? Doesn't it feel like destiny? It does. It does feel like destiny. I mean, would I rather the Bills go into that game like with a head of steam after the Dolphins just got embarrassed on you know national television? Sure, sure. I, w- I would prefer that. But that not being the case, um, actually, I was just trying to look for the 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 line for that game, and I can't find it yet. I guess it's not up. But I think they're waiting to see if Tua uh, is how injured he is maybe before they make that line. But I, I agree. They, they play him. The Patriots do play the bills tough, but I guess I was kind of hoping a, a lot of throws just looked off today for Josh and his, and his receivers didn't help him. His offensive line didn't help him all those things. But when he did have time and he would had the ability to make the plays, um, he just didn't. And I think some of that had to do with the Patriots. I think a good portion of that, Mike, to your point, I, I was reading, you know, people live tweeting from the game that were watching the game live, and they're just like, there's no separation. I mean, these these Patriots DBs are playing the Bills wide receivers really well. There's no place to throw the ball on any of these guys. Um, but Josh just looked off. Now, is it just one game, or is it last week he didn't look so great? The week before, he didn't have to do anything because the Bills, he only had 94 yards passing against the Cowboys because they could run the ball so well. So is this an issue to be worried about? I don't know. I mean, this could be one of those things where, like, they win by 25 or 24 or whatever, 21 next week, three scores, and I'm like, I could see that happening. Or they could, you know, he could give, you know, turn the ball over four times like Zappy did today, and, you know, the Bills, 
you know, lose by a couple of touchdowns. So, um, do credit to the Patriots, the, giving up four turnovers in the first quarter usually kills teams, right? Like you're usually your game's done by the first quarter. They were mm. never out of it until the final drive. So, what do you think? Speaking of final drive, what do you think about Stephon Diggs not getting out of bounds? We talked about that last week of James Cook not getting out of bounds. Stephon Diggs, he was like he you saw him like catch the ball and he or I'm sorry, he was he went out of bounds instead of staying in bounds. That's what I meant. So he caught the ball. And you could see he could just like go diagonally in bounds, but he's like, oh, I'm going to try to pick up the first down. Doesn't pick up the first down and goes out of bounds. It's like the worst of two worlds, both worst of both worlds, just like the week before with James Cook. So that was disappointing. It was. <laughs> At least he was trying to get the first down, whereas Cook, yeah. But Cook, like, I, I really was thinking the offensive line gelled. Was it that the Cowboys game, right? And Cook. Like, I thought they would, it just seems like a regression. Yeah, you thought they'd turn a corner there, right? Was one thing I would say. Yeah. Yeah, like they had a game. <clears throat> and I don't know if that's all on Josh Allen. Maybe part of it is Joe Brady. Maybe part of it's the offensive line. The drops, like I said, don't help. The receivers were dropping everything today, it felt like. Um, so some blame goes goes there. But it's like, hasn't that been an issue all season? It feels like the drops of, like, the Bills wide receivers is just an ongoing issue. And against a better team, if the Patriots were a better team than four and twelve, like the Bills lose this game, I think, um, depending on you know how good the other quarterback can play. I mean, Zappy, when he was out there, there were points where I was like, he's playing better than Josh Allen. The guy threw three picks, and he's still playing better than Josh Allen. Like Razul Douglas, at one point, had more receptions than any Bills wide receiver after that second interception, <laughs> more touchdowns than any wide receiver. Also, at that point, so I mean, what was it like? It was like five or six or. I mean, he definitely missed some guys, but I don't think there was the the great pass and catch that got called back um, for Shakir Holding that Diggs had. Right, there was a couple that Kincaid. Like, I mean, I agree it was an off day, but it wasn't a three pick day either. Like, Gabe Davis is yeah. right. It's I don't know. It didn't feel like he got a like like you said a lot of a lot of help help. Trent Sherfield had three targets and no no receptions. <clears throat> he dropped at least one. Um, Latavius Murray had one target, zero receptions. He dropped one. Um, Kincaid dropped one. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox dropped one, but then it might have saved his life because um, he was about to get – I think he – maybe he did get hit. Um, I don't know if he ended up having a concussion. I don't think I saw him back in there. But, yeah, it's, maybe not cause for concern, but cause for you to be like, okay, this is an ideal going into the most important game of the season. Uh, but they could win next week, like I said, by three touchdowns. And I don't know if I'd be completely surprised by that, especially the way that the Ravens handled the Dolphins today. Um, let me do stats of the, uh, the game real quick. Stats of the game brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at DeLago. Josh Allen, 15 for 30, 169, 169 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. He did have the two rushing touchdowns, like I mentioned. He had 11 attempts rushing the ball today, 44 yards. Um, James Cook had 16 attempts for 48 yards today, no touchdowns. Um, Dalton Kincaid, leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, four receptions on seven targets for 87 yards. I feel like I saw Dalton drop one too. Surprisingly, four receptions on four targets for Khalil Shakir, 39 yards there. And Stefan Diggs, uh, four receptions on seven targets for 26 yards, uh, no touchdowns. And then Gabe Davis, two receptions, three targets, uh, 21 yards, no touchdowns. So not huge stat lines by anyone, but Dalton Kincaid did have the best game there. Razul Douglas has to become like player, defensive player of the week, right? Like he was just 
he is so good. What, uh, if we're doing yeah. Wall of Fame right now, I mean, Wall of Fame has to go to Razul Douglas, right? Can you think of someone else that was better today? Mm-hmm. 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 Like, I, I mean, know. there were there were mentions of like, like I said, Ed Oliver had a good game. Terrell Bernard had a good game. Um, they were, I mean, they were really good games. But Razul Razul Douglas, I mean, you could argue that without that taint, like they don't they don't win that game. You know, if you have to give it to the offense and you have to rely on them to score the touchdown instead, I don't think they necessarily do that. So, so he means my wall of fame. He's he's definitely on mine. What about you? I, I mm-hmm. yeah, you could give else. like uh, Sam Martin credit because he had a lot of punts inside the uh, the six yard line or the ten yard line or whatever. Like he looked decent today. That's probably his best punting day as a Bill. Even even over the Buccaneers game where he was like he had a few coffin corner punts. So. What about Wall of Shame, Mike? Who would you put on the Wall of Shame in, in today's loss or win? <laughs> Josh? Uh, I think the Bills have really figured out that um, sh- uh, with a yard and under situation, right? And they never used to, like, it wasn't the gimme play it is now with Allen. Um, do you think they took some of that from Philadelphia? Saw the they saw the brotherly shove and yeah. adopted it. The push, push, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, so, without him, I don't um, being the player that he is to have two rushing touchdowns, huge. Um, so even though he wasn't doing having his greatest game through the air, just the ability to uh, pick it up on the ground, I I can't put him on, on the wall of shame with just one pick. Um, he did fumble the ball twice, but they were both recovered both times. I don't know if you remember those. It was like the first. I remember the one when when it was just like out there flapping in the wind. <laughs> Josh it was like it was. Uh, I don't so remember the. So other let's one. let's talk about that real quick. There was a, a play where Josh was getting tackled earlier in the game, which reminded me of like Thanksgiving football with you, like where you're you're about to get tackled, but you're not completely tackled. They're like you're kind of being stood up. So you, so if someone's behind you or to the side of you, just like throw me the ball, throw me. and he did it. He did oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And that oh, was yeah. a great play. Yeah. They got a first down out of it, right? Like, what an amazing play. Second time he tries to do it, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's there. there. And he gets, well, it gets fumbled because some, some guy hits him, hits his arm as he's thinking about doing it. Mm-hmm. It's knocked right out, right? We're just lucky that, that that and there was a fumble earlier in the game. It was the first series. The Bills literally just had that kickoff return touchdown. We didn't even bring that game, that that play up. The opening kickoff oh, return for a touchdown yeah. by the Patriots. Like, wow, what a... What a! But it it could not have started any worse. No, yeah. exactly. Could, and then and then as soon as Josh drops back, he gets sacked, he gets hit, and he fumbles the ball. Luckily, Connor McGovern is there to pick it up. But like, yeah, I mean, I still have to give it to Josh Allen. I see what you're saying because it wasn't an awful game, but it wasn't a good game. It wasn't even an average game, I'd say, for Josh Allen. So subpar for Josh Allen. I almost want to give it. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's sick though. You sound like oh, a I'm, little under I'm the very weather. Under the weather. You're you're lucky that I'm. You've been seeing, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. did. I don't want to be here. <laughs> to be honest, I thought I definitely thought about you know calling it quits, but no, it, that could be it too. It's that time of year, right? Everyone's getting sick. Everyone's seeing family and exposure exposure to all these different types of germs and flus or whatever. But um, I was going to give it to the special teams coach. The special teams, by the way, has been pretty awful this entire season. Um, I don't know if they've been that good, but uh, that kickoff return for a touchdown in the beginning. Did Tyler Bass kind of hold him? Yeah. Up? I feel like he was falling down, and Tyler Bass was like, oh, <laughs> "Why don't I study you?" <laughs> it did look like that. Instead of letting him fall down, he's like, "Oh, I got you. Don't worry, bro." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was going to say the special teams coach, especially after that first gaff, but 
the rest of the game, they did pretty good on special teams. Tyler Bass didn't miss a field goal or an extra point. The punting game was good. The, you know, the coverage ended up being better. Um, it's unfortunate that they just needed to give up a touchdown before they actually really, you know, came on strong. So I want to give it to special teams coach, but I'm, I think I think I'm gonna give it more to Josh Allen. Honorable mention to Matthew Smiley, but oh, also what should be above Smiley though, and probably above Josh Allen. Now that I think about it, you know we're talking out loud. The screen game, the screen game for the Buffalo Bills, their inability to throw a wide receiver screen. They're like the only team in the NFL that I know that cannot get like five or six yards every time they throw a wide receiver screen. Right, like it's it's. That mm, that has not changed yeah. since Brady took over. Like I thought that was a Dorsey thing. No, that's a Brady thing too. <laughs> Joe Brady thing. Joe Brady. I keep on wanting to say that. I got to preface it by mm. Joe. But uh, but then also the Bills' inability to defend a screen pass. <laughs> like they they just like if I was the Dolphins' offensive coordinator next week, I'd be like screen pass, screen pass, screen pass, run the ball, screen pass, screen pass, screen pass, throw the ball, screen pass, screen pass. <laughs> like just do it over and over again. They always get caught on that. So screen game. I think I'll get that even. It's even worse than than Josh Allen played today. The screen game. I can't disagree. So those are wall of fame. If you want to do a, a play of the game, Mike, which play stood out the most to you um, in this win? Oh, uh, for me, it was the Rasul Douglas taint. Yeah, it's got to be right. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so good. That was such a good taint. Like. <laughs> You thought he was going to go down. He kept fighting for extra yards. He, he weaving in and out. You thought Zappy was going to tackle him. He couldn't tackle him. Uh, yeah, it was a really good looking taint. I was happy to see it. Haven't seen a taint in a little bit. <laughs> Did you know that? Um, <laughs> so obviously, touchdown after interception is a taint, but a fumble after a return touchdown is a fart. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I'm not as f- fond a fumble of that. and return touchdown a fart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind a fart, but. I prefer a taint <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. That was it. That was it for me. I mean, there's some really good plays in there. The the um, Douglas uh, the, at the very beginning, the first play for the Patriots offense, where Rasul Douglas tipped the ball in the air and then Ed Oliver intercepted. It. Like that was beautiful too. You know, besides Rasul Douglas's interception, I mean, the Ed Oliver play has got to be up there too. That that Dalton Kincaid catch. The 51-yard catch, that was really good to see. You're like, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> but you get a really good game. Terrell Bernard has six and a half sacks this season. That is crazy. I'm just going to read a few more stats. Dalton Kincaid had a 66 catch of the season, setting a new Bills rookie record for receptions. Ed Oliver recorded his first interception since high school. Razul Douglas became the first Bill with two interceptions and an interception touchdown since 2016. And that was a game where Nickel Roby Coleman did it. In 2016, wow. The Bills tallied their fifth consecutive 10-plus win season for the first time in team history. That's pretty impressive. See, like, I get the hate for Sean McDermott, but then when you read a a stat like that, the Bills have five consecutive 10-plus win seasons for the first time in team history. Like, that's better than Marv Levy did. Like, you could argue that he is the best coach the Bills have ever had. Could you improve on it? Possibly, for sure. I'm not saying you can't, but, like, Dude, give credit where credit is due. He's not a bad coach. Was there a Gettysburg of the game? I mean, they kind of took the lead and never really looked back. Um, maybe that Josh Allen run at the end to get that first down so they could kneel down, right? And it looked like he got he got knocked around pretty good in that last you know rush for the first down. So I'll have to take a look real quick uh, 
to see if anyone says anything about that. But um, Josh Allen, okay, here we go. Joe Biscalia. Josh Allen called the injury at the end a little stinger, and then it felt a little funky, but did not seem concerned. He said he's good to go. So that's something to keep an eye on, obviously, if you're looking to win the division next week, uh, for sure. He might he might sit out a couple of games this week. There are a couple of uh, practices this week. Mike, do you want to do some hot takes? Yeah, sure. Okay. Did you uh didn't you have a Marcel Darius? Jersey? Yes, I did. No, I do gave it to Bill. Him? Why? <laughs> Bill, yeah, Bill, I don't know. Why? I felt bad he didn't have one, and that was one of those Chinese ones I bought for like twenty five bucks. Like, wait, he didn't have a specifically. He didn't. No, have a he Marcel loved Darius Marcel jersey. Darius. I'm like, dude, do you want this uh, jersey? I was like, you know, oh. I got like four or five ones, you know, cheap ones from China. I was like, you. I feel like you love the guy. You wanted him drafted. China. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. Are you sure, man? I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. But I r- rarely wear it, so it's all yours, man. And then he gets traded like a year later or something. <laughs> but why? Mm. What were you saying? What about Marcel Darius? I was just wondering what he's up to. These he days. was on like uh, that show Pimple Popper, Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so have a pimple removed or was he doing he had the a growth removal? or something? Like, and they were... It was like on his forehead, like right above his eyebrow. So they were hmm. they were getting rid of it. That was one of the things. I never watched the whole episode. So like I don't really I don't really some people really get off on that stuff, you know. It's, not your it's thing. if uh yeah. When you say get off, you just mean find it interesting? <laughs> You're like, because I don't get off on it, but I do find it interesting. <laughs> um to me it's like especially like the more I learn about the world, man, the more I realize, like, I'm pretty vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any weird things. <laughs> the more I go out and expand my circle yeah. and bubble, like, huh, there's a lot of things in the world. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things that you probably didn't think about, right? Until you get out there and you're just like, wow, I'm very boring. <laughs> Especially when you pull up your, uh, your browser in incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew feet were a thing. I know. Right I in. know. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. Feet. Feet are a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much so that like women on social media, like specifically don't post their feet because like they could be making hundreds or thousands of dollars by actually posting them on a site for that. Yeah. Wow. So. But if you're not doing it, let, let, people, let people live. live I mean, them. they got their thing. They're not hurting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Do what you got to do. You know, just make sure it's consensual. <laughs> Force anyone's feet on yourself or whatever. You know, it's exactly. Far be it for me to judge anyone for having, you know, a, a somewhat less vanilla lifestyle than us. That's like the most benign thing, too. It's like. I know that's actually probably more vanilla than we are. (laughs) Like that's becoming, it's probably so mainstream, right? Mm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Wait, how mainstream? I mean, I've heard of it. You've heard of it. We haven't stopped hearing about it. So, yeah. But then again, there's, what's the effect of like, once you hear about it a few times, you think it's everywhere, right? Like true crime podcasts. Like you think like everyone's coming to murder you, right? Like what's the, even though you're talking about like, you Mm. know, you listen to a hundred podcasts, those are a hundred instances out of like millions of people in the United States, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not the Streisand effect. That's, uh, I don't know what that is, but you hear it and see it enough, you think it's like happening everywhere. Hmm. All right, first hot take. If you're not following us on Twitter, please do at CTWPod, like Circling the Wagons Pod. Um, as ever, after every game, you know, do you have any hot takes after the win or the loss? Nico writes, honestly, this is a game. Once it was, 
getting iffy, we ordinarily lose with accompanying heartbreak along with it. A gutty win in December against the Pats and the greatest coach of all time is a very non-Billsy accomplishment, which is great. That's what's putting in perspective. I like what Nico said. I feel better after hearing that. Frequency illusion. Frequency illusion. Thank you. <laughs> well, we used to call it like the, the name was like the Bader Meinhof phenomenon. And then like everyone was like, oh, that's way too hard. And then it was just, wow, well, it's just called frequency illusion. Dude, they had to get too complex with it. Bader and Meinhof. One of them should have decided. They, they flew too <laughs> close to the sun. Yep. They're coming. Should, should have flipped, flipped a coin. coin. And just live with the results. Instead, nobody knows either of them. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> Talk about the hubris on Bader and Minoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet you they were in defeat. <laughs> would you go Bader, would you go Bader Minoff or Minoff Bader? <laughs> uh, I'd have to stick with Isn't there a, what, didn't we have a substitute? Yes, we had a lot of Baders. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, we had we had Bader was like our main substitute for a lot of classes. Yeah, yeah, she had some funny <laughs> nicknames. Remember that uh, she wasn't even a sub. That teacher that we had that was like dating someone in prison in our creative writing class. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. I feel like we were super empathetic until didn't one time we get in trouble or something that we just like completely turned down. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're like, people are talking about it in class, like behind her back. And we're like, guys, come on. You know, it's not fair. Like maybe the, maybe the person was wrongly accused <laughs> or maybe she just has a big heart. Maybe she believes in second chances. All right, guys. And then she yeah. yells at us. Hey, Nate, Mike, turn around. You're going to go to detention. Like, can you believe this bitch dates people? In the state pen, <laughs> what a loser! Like, <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty much how I remember it. I might not have said bitch. It's like, why you said that to you? Like, God, what a bitch she is! <laughs> Jeez, making enemies at your only friends in the school. <laughs> Uh, Dude, we were so empathetic. We would like defend her yeah. to people. Well, it made sense. She said she was. Didn't she say she was teaching them English? She was <laughs> looking for a date. <laughs> She's teaching them English in the conjugal visit <laughs> rooms. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She, substitute teacher Bader. Weren't subs like I miss those days? Don't you wish you had like a substitute boss at work where like you know you could get away with anything, mm. or you knew you weren't really going to try hard that day? Right, like those. Were... That's called in office leave, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. What's that called? Quiet quitting. Don't you call it that? No, but it's but you're not mm. leaving, so it's just. Or what do you what do you call it when you're like on you you call it vacation day when you're not really trying? <laughs> no, no, no. Like when you're oh wait, yeah, you're PTO, off. yeah, often, yeah, out, yeah, vacation day, yeah. So you would call it in, in office, office PTO. PTO. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if I was working more, I only worked yeah. one day work i'd say i'd say it was mostly in office pto i was at home but i did mm. i did some work but like yeah yeah this week at last there's no usual usually unless you have a prick for a boss or something you know, like there's usually no deadlines or anything that you have to do this week so yeah i actually prefer to work this week because like nobody's doing anything you don't have to burn pto days for the most part mm. nobody answers emails it is great so in office PTO. That's right. Maybe I'll. T- you can't take it though. Like January second. January second. Everyone's catching up from all the stuff they haven't done for the last two weeks, right? So it's a it's a mad mm. rush. So in office PTO is like the days leading up to a holiday. I'd say 
Dante Canine said, I hope Allen is okay. Yeah, same here. Luckily, luckily, I will say that he was hit on the left side. So, right? So, like, if there was a shoulder to get injured, possibly, and restrict motion, it's his left shoulder. So, it might impact the way that he can run the ball, but still. Chad Labrie writes, Bean getting Douglas has been an upgrade to the defense. Defense won the first half with Douglas taking the wheels, taking the wheel for some great plays and a beautiful pick six. Go Bills. Bill Lasso wrote, Joe, JFB, Joe freaking Brady's worst game so far. Not utilizing the outside run like they should. They hat, the hat pitch at the end was great. He still has room for growth. The hat pitch. I don't know what that was. I don't Still has room for growth. I will. I will agree that this is hopefully, like I mentioned, you know, when Joe Brady was first, you know, named the offensive coordinator, he looks good now. Let's just hope he doesn't get figured out, like you know, Ken Dorsey was figured out after the first few games of the Bills playing really well. So, uh, you know, let's hope this isn't the start of that. We'll know next week though. Just the truth, right? Sloppy start. Next week it needs to be four full quarters. Steve writes, the Bills need to stop playing down to competition. We need receivers who can catch and separate. Use Cook in the passing game again. Absolutely. And they, in their defense, they did try that one time for that screen pass. It was a four-yard loss. Um, it's so funny. The Bills are so terrible at running the screen pass, or screen pass play, but every time they run it, the other team just knows exactly what's going on. TL Wassup writes, Josh Allen has a confidence problem. If I was a coach, I'd be putting my arm around Josh and tell him, you're Josh freaking Allen. You got this. Go be the leader we know you can be. And I'd show him a big bunch of highlight reels. Yeah, that's a good point. Josh does get down on himself. If He, he either, he either uh, pushes the ball way too much when he's worried or, I mean, the wheels just come off. So uh, I, I do like that point by TL. What's up? Timeline, what's up? TL? Big R writes, offense is not good enough to win one playoff game. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Dude, this is this is like 2024. This this is Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's to everyone who's listening to this. This is this could be the year. I was thinking about this earlier, Mike. This could be the year that we look back. It's like this is the year that the Bills won the Super Bowl. What year did the Bills win the Super Bowl? 2024, right? Like that that year becomes ingrained into all of our lives timelines. Right, like that's like a a point in your life, like where you were, like you remember where you were for nine eleven, when COVID, like when everyone got sent home for COVID or something, like they, you remember all those things, right? Like what year was that? What date? You know, this could be like what year was that? Twenty twenty four. The Bills win the Super Bowl. Like that that could easily happen this year. Like l- look at the way the Chiefs are playing. Did the Chiefs win? Hold on. I mean, the Chiefs did end up winning against the Bengals. So, but they're not unbeatable. No, what team in the the Baltimore Ravens look like the scariest team right now in the AFC? But would you say that there's no way the Bills can beat them? I wouldn't say that. I think they're a good team. I think they're the best all around team in the AFC, probably the NFL. If we're being honest, especially after the the win against the Forty ers But I mean, they have as good a chance as any. Let Lamar Jackson fumble the ball three times in one quarter, and we'll see. Maybe the Bills will actually score. James Gendron writes, "Fly Jordan Palmer in here tomorrow." <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, Jordan Palmer is like. He's not even a QB coach for Josh Allen. He just like is one of those mechanics coaches that he goes to in the offseason. Danny State Danny Salty Bills fan writes, A win is a win. Pat's D is good. It was a tough, ugly game, but I ain't mad at all. See, that's a that's a really good point. It's like if you think about like, let's say that was the the Ravens game, right? The Ravens have a really good defense. The Bills play that way and they barely squeak out a win against the Ravens. Who cares? Right? Like nobody cares about that. So Hosep writes, Bills are going to win the division, and I'm not convinced McDermott is the head coach for the future. 
They found a one, found a way to win today. As Chris Go Bills writes, we found a way to win. Go Bills. Yeah. So, Mike, I think we covered a lot of things in there. Um, is there anything else you want to add for this one before you get to your New Year's Eve activities or anything? I'm just having a blast watching week to week, man. No, we thought somehow we started talking. We started talking about um, Bills receivers when we were watching the game. We were talking about Stevie Johnson uh, and how, like, and how in that overtime game, like, geez, 15 years ago now, that Fitzpatrick dropped the perfect pass into his lap in overtime, and he just completely dropped the ball. And then he went on Twitter and Stevie, yes, yeah, Stevie, yeah, <laughs> remember, yeah, 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 and just like man. You can complain about today, but it's so much better being a Bills fan these <laughs> days. <laughs> like, even when they were five—I mean, five games ago—they um, won last five of six, four straight. It's so exciting. I think they can absolutely uh, beat the Dolphins next week. Uh, sky's the limit for sure. It's just an exciting time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we at one point we we're looking, we we're talking on the podcast just. It would be nice if the Bills made the playoffs, right? Like it would be, it's not a given, but like, like it would be, it, we went from, okay, they might not make it to having like a 30 something percent chance to pretty much being in it. And we're fighting for the division now, which we didn't think we were going to do. So we're in a good place. Now it's just a matter of like, can this team do what it takes to get to the extra mile? Like this might be like, uh, who was saying this earlier, uh, Hosap was saying, I'm still not convinced McDermott is the head coach. I might think that way if the Bills make an early exit out of the playoffs, right? Like, I'm, I might be the same way. But for now, for where we're at right now, let's just take it in. We've lost enough of these close games to realize that, like, can't take this for granted. This isn't the Bills team that is going to blow everyone out. I mean, it just feels in general, though, Mike, does it feel like the league's just gotten better in general? Like, the bad teams aren't bad. Like, they can still win on any given Sunday. Right, like there's no team mailing it in. Every team, yeah, for sure, week to week, yeah, no doubt, um, all year long, it, it's felt that way. Yeah, just and then today, right, Arizona uh, beat up on Philadelphia, thirty-five, thirty-one. Like, wow, exactly. The teams with everything to play for drop into teams that have nothing to play exactly. For. So when you look at it like that, like you know, imagine the Eagles head coach or the Eagles fan base. Looking at that, and you say, "Well, would you rather take like a twenty-seven to twenty-one win over the Patriots or a thirty-five to thirty-one loss against?" It's like, well, it's a no-brainer. Obviously, you take the win every time, so <laughs> it's it's all relative. The grass is always greener. Would we like to win thirty-one to ten like we did over the Cowboys every single week? A hundred percent. It's just not going to be like that. It's just. Well, this is interesting, Antonio Terras. I just saw this. My hot take is we win the division next week. I hope you're right, Antonio. I hope you're right. That one. Cool. Cool. So. Mike, any any final thoughts or we're good? Sign off for Mike. Go Bills. Talk to you next week. For me, Nate, go Bills. And we'll talk to you guys again next week. <laughs> how's it going? You were actually at the game today, John. John, how was the how was the game? How was the weather? How was it everything? Was, it, oh man, weather was perfect. The it, no precipitation. It was like no wind. It was great. I didn't have gloves on. Like it was fantastic weather. Oh man, that's amazing for December, almost January weather, right? Like you can't ask for that. Just to not be wet is 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 a is a godsend at this time of year. <laughs> that's not what she said. That's <laughs> that's not absolutely not. Well, it depends on what. Yeah, <laughs> John, John. So, so so you were there for the to, to watch the Bills game. We talked earlier with with Mike, our other co-host. Now I'm talking with you. Um, how scary was it 
at the game, especially like seeing that first kickoff go the other way? Because I just imagine like all the air being taken out of the entire stadium at that point. Yeah, it took longer to get into the game than I anticipated. And we got there just in time for kickoff. Usually I like to be there before the national anthem. But got to the seat, boom, kickoff. And then boom, touchdown. I'm like, it was, it was the worst thing. Worst thing imaginable at that point. It's just like, I mean, like I, I wasn't scared overall for the game at that point, but like as you went on to the, I mean, it, it still felt like a lot of these other games were like they let the team hang hang in there for a while. So it it wasn't the best, but um, I wasn't like super worried either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, we're lucky that that. Um, Russell Douglas touchdown went for an interception because I mean the Bills offense was and and I just saw a quote from uh, Josh Allen actually just I just saw it on Twitter he was uh, he was interviewed by Kimberly Martin and he told me point blank he's like I threw the ball like absolute crap today so hey, he's owning it he did not look good today right like it I mean even from your standpoint that was a rough game for Josh Allen altogether right not yeah. altogether because he did rush for two touchdowns but yeah for sure and. Which is crazy because what does he have like fifteen rushing touchdowns on here? Like that's rivals running backs for league leading, right? Probably I don't know what what the year what it is um, for twenty twenty three, but that's pretty impressive right there. Not to mention the passing touchdowns. But yeah, he 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 looked off um, in the offense in general. I, I I think they had some success, a little bit of success with Kincaid and Shakir, but in general, it, it didn't it didn't look good. Yeah, the defense actually bailed them out this time, whereas they weren't able to do that last time the Bills and Patriots played, right? The, all we needed was like one stop from the defense, and they could not stop Mac Jones. But Daquan Jones is back. Rizal Douglas played out of his mind. Um, it was a great game by the defense altogether. I mean, yeah, sure, they let up 21 points, uh, but I think four turnovers in one quarter, I think you could pretty much say like they did their job. John, do you have anyone that you wanted to put on your wall of fame in this win? Douglas is is the obvious, right? Yeah, fantastic, fantastic game all around. He had the two interceptions. He had the touchdown, uh, touchdown on one of those interceptions. He had the the tip ball that led to Ed Oliver's touchdown. So yeah, hundred percent. Wall game. of shame. Wall of shame. Might be Allen, really. I mean, there were some drop balls too, for sure. Sherfield did not have a good game. Um, Marie had a drop pass. I think somebody else did too, but. There was at least four or five drop passes today. Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, the offense in That's general. <laughs> and uh not hard in a good way though. <laughs> no. No, it it wasn't it wasn't good. Element and the offense maybe. Does that worry you? So I was talking about this with Mike. Does that worry you going into the Dolphins game? Sure the Dolphins just got smacked around by the Ravens, but the Dolphins can put up points in any given game. Um does it worry I, I, you that the offense can't yeah. No, but I think it worries me more that the Dolphins got beat as bad as they did, right? Because they're going to be pissed next week. Bounce back game, AFC division. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, if it was a closer game, maybe I'd be good with it. Well, obviously, we wanted Baltimore to win so that we'd have a shot at the division. But getting beat the way that they did, I mean, they had injuries too. But we'll see how important that two-way injury is. Yeah, I don't know. They it. it they're saying it's okay right now, but who knows? I saw Bradley Chubb left the game, I think. He got carted off. It's um, it's so important. Like, not only do they get the number two seed if they win next week, but they would host either like a team like Indianapolis, Houston, or Pittsburgh. If they lose, they need 
not only do they need help to get in, but if they got that help, they're going to Arrowhead or to Miami again, which are both, you don't want those things. No, they, it almost puts the emphasis on next week's game. It's like a playoff game. It is a playoff game, it's, right? It's, it's so huge. That's what she said. That's what she said. It's so huge next week's game. Not, not because it's Miami, not because it's for the division, but just because of the week after who and where they might play. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The, it is crazy the amount of different circumstances that can happen from the Bills winning versus losing next week. Yeah. Like they sometimes might not, it's like they might not make the playoffs at all. Yeah, exactly. If you sometimes you like drop like a seed, like you go from being the number two seed to like being the sixth seed or something, right? Like, but they go from being the number two seed with a win to like possibly missing the playoffs altogether, which is yeah, which is crazy. So Sal Capaccio broke it down. Said the Bills win at the Dolphins. They're the number two seed at home and cannot play Miami in, in round one. Bills lose at the Dolphins. They either need the Jaguars or the Steelers to lose to get into the playoffs. Then would be the six or seven round, like you said, playing at Miami or KC in round one, which is not ideal. So if the Bills lose, but Jacksonville and the Steelers win, the Bills miss the playoffs. So, you know what? I'm kind of curious who they're playing in the last week. Yeah, they got a... And, and they've been showing this TBD time, like all season for this game. So I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to play it, especially with these other games that could have an impact on... The Bills even making the playoffs? Are they going to well, just make? Are they just going to make it eight PM, or are they going to make it all at the same time as some of these other games? Yeah, that's a good question. I, 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 ideally, they'd make it the same time as every other game, so you wouldn't miss everything. So the Ravens have nothing to play for next week. They've gotten the number one seed, right? But no matter, no matter are they, what, are they going to really rest everybody for like three weeks going into the the playoffs here? Because they're going to have. Uh, you know, the quote bye week this week, but then the real bye week in the playoffs, and then they might play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, remember, like the in the Bills, like in the drought era, the Steelers third stringers beat the Bills, so like you know, yeah, it's possible <laughs> for, <laughs> for another team to do that to a team. <laughs> it's possible. The Ravens are yeah. a good team; they might have really good depth. Let's see now. They, who they are... do have? They do have good depth. Like that's part of the reason why they're one of the top teams because they've had a lot of injuries <laughs> yeah and no they're, kidding. And they're and they're still good so. and the jaguars are playing the titans next week so that's not a gimme for them to lose that either so really need the bills to win next week <laughs> yeah you can't you can't count on the on the jaguars to not beat the titans or the steelers to not beat a ravens team which probably won't start their players i guess probably won't at least not for more than a quarter or two right and, and even so even if one of those things was a given I'd rather, like, the prospect of going to Arrowhead again or to Miami back-to-back weeks in Miami. It's just, why put yourself through that? Just, if you could win next week, you can play at home against Indy, Houston, or Pittsburgh. So much better. You got two playoff home games, especially if you win the first one. Obviously, you go to the second one, it's at home, too. And then the only one that's not guaranteed is the AFC Championship. But if the Ravens somehow lose in the second round, then you get the home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs, right? So Exactly. Yeah. There's so much on this game. Like this is like the emphasis on the week, this week 18 game cannot be understated (laughs) or overstated. Rather, it cannot be overstated. There's so much on the line. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, luckily I don't think 
the Dolphins' defense is as good as the Patriots' defense. I think the Patriots have a good – so that's a, that's a, one of the things I'll take away from this is I'm not really worried about the fact that it was a close game just because, I mean, sometimes it's like that. I'm just – the only thing I'm worried about is the defenses have figured out Joe Brady and his offense, and that's why the Bills have kind of struggled the last couple of games against the Chargers, against this team, you know, like good defenses, obviously. Yeah, I think it's – I think not necessarily – Necessarily, that there there has been a lack of execution as well, right? And turnovers. Even last week against the Chargers, they had like a punt return that was a turnover, a run it rushing touch, uh, rushing turnover, and a interception. And then this week as well, they had some shortcomings in, in that area. But I'm not, I don't, not willing to say they're figuring out Brady necessarily yet because I think he's got more in the bag especially as the season goes on. And you can see that, like, if the if Cook's not working, like today, he started to go more towards Kincaid and Shakir, and even last week with Shakir. And that works fine as long as, you know, Allen's on point and, like, there's not drops and other things going on. So so I think it's a combination of things. Um, they just got to put it all together. And it's really important, obviously, next week to put it all together. Yeah, I really hope they do for, I mean, there's a lot of these things that should be put together. But yeah, I mean, hopefully that's one of the things <laughs> that does. I mean, the Bills defense did play well today. They got kind of sloppy at times too, though. They weren't dominant by any stretch. Like they were great at certain times, but then they let, you know, Bailey Zappi kind of, you know, run the field and stuff like that at certain points in the game. Like, you know, 40-yard passes, you know, or a screen pass that went, that was actually my wall of shame was screen passes either defending them for the Buffalo Bills to be able to defend them or to actually run them on offense. They can't They can't run a screen pass, save their lives, or can't defend one. I'd still like to see more play action on offense. I think that would be a big posit for the Bills if they were able to do that. I don't know why they don't. I don't know either, especially now that they have a running game again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be yeah. so effective? It's like... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I feel like I don't see Allen line up under center very often either. I'd like to see that too. too this, there's still too many shotgun plays, and I get it. Like, Br- mm-hmm. like Brady's taking over midseason, so like he it's gonna take time to like adjust and do his own thing, I suppose, right? But I mean, those are a few things that I haven't liked. Still better, still better. There's motion sometimes. There's sometimes, you know, di- a little bit different things. So. Yeah, you know, some of that is on, maybe that was Brady also seeing the Bills offensive line getting shredded and being like, we can't let this guy take a five-step drop because he's going to get dropped before he hits that fifth step because of the way that they're getting pressure. So that might have been part of it as well. Very cool, very cool. So (laughs) um, do you want to read some hot takes with me? We have a bunch on Twitter. Oh, I love hot takes. Let's go. Who doesn't love a doesn't Super Bowl? Super Bowls. A little bunch of Z's as a hot take. A little right? bunch of Z's. <laughs> That's... Bills Mafia 315. A win is a win. We are emotionally invested in this team, so we nitpick, but it seems every team is going through offensive struggles. Week to week, quarter to quarter, sometimes even drive to drive. At least we didn't lose to the Cardinals. Yeah, no kidding. Do you see the, the Eagles lost to the Cardinals too? Jeez. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys lost. The Cardinals. I mean, I mean, they're divisional opponents, so it's whatever. But Kim Boomhauer says it was ugly. It was an ugly win, but I'll take the defense. I'll take it. The defense bailed us out. The offense looked looked terrible. Josh wasn't right, and now they get to go to Miami after Miami just got embarrassed. So you got to think like they're yeah, they're not going I, in very happy. Yeah, the 
Yeah, Miami getting crushed is what worries me. If they just got beat by Baltimore by a little bit, like I would have felt a lot better. Yeah, I think but I not, think they have not, something extra now, next now week. The, the Bills are going to get them at their best, and we have to bring our best. Basically, is what's going to happen at home too. Unfortunately, yeah. at home for the for the Dolphins. Yep. Uh, Garsh says McDermott and Brady did their best to blow the game. <laughs> MJZ says Razul. Yep, Razul. Our unanimous uh, Wall of Fame inductee for this week. Just keep winning. Saxa Dave writes, the Bills hate me. I don't know why. The Bills just don't want you to just enjoy the game and just like sit back and relax. John, they didn't want you in the stands to get too cold by standing there. They needed you up on your feet the entire game screaming, right? Well, they they had me in the seat after the kickoff. That's for sure. (laughs) I only Trey underscore TTV writes, we played the greatest coach of all time twice and split. I bet the Eagles would trade that pretty loss for our ugly win. The offense is fine. We played two good defensive teams. Next week is the blowout, barring the zebras. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Charles Burns writes, everything is falling into place as I predicted before Thanksgiving. The showdown for the division is set. We win. We have the tiebreaker. Yeah, there's something to be said about that too. Like Miami is like one and eight in the regular season against Josh Allen. The only time they beat him was like in his rookie year, and it doesn't count their loss in the playoffs to us. And like that's, I don't want to jinx it, but like well, they that's, won last year. Yeah, true. Besides last year, yeah, but true. But like the in general, Allen has owned the Dolphins. Oh yeah, the Dolphins have gotten a lot oh, yeah, better over sure. the years, right? So, but still. But even so, week four, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. It wasn't like it was 2000, 2020, you know? It was this year. Like, <laughs> it was this year, exactly. It's so funny because, um, and I, I don't know how many people listening to this deal with Dolphins fans on social media, but I deal with them a lot just because I run the you know, Twitter account and the Instagram account, right? And they'll, I, I mean, obviously their go-to to end their argument is, you guys don't have a Super Bowl. We do, right? Because you could bring up the fact that they haven't won a playoff game in 23 years, and they haven't done this. And they they have they're one and eight, like you said, against the Bills the last nine showings, and, and all this stuff. You could bring up all this stuff, and they always bring up you know the, the fact that they won two Super Bowls. But what's funny is they're not willing to accept that the Bills beat them in Week Four. They're never like, yeah, good point. They're just like, well, it was a different team then. It was over. It's like, oh, that was so far long ago, but like your Super Bowl from 50 years ago is completely valid. Like, oh, okay, okay, that's that's fair. Well, that's always the default, right? From pretty much any franchise that <laughs> that we beat, they're like, oh, well, we have more Super Bowls than you. Yeah, it's like even okay, if you're playing better than them. All right, right now. all right, thanks, okay. because those happened before any of us were born. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> I was like, you guys didn't even watch them live. It was probably in black and white. And one guy's like, well, at least we can watch them on YouTube. I'm like, good for you. I'm like, good for you. Guess what? I watch a lot of World War II documentaries. It's probably not the same as watching it live or being in, in you know, Germany like the same. Like, it's just, it's just a different, uh, just living in that time frame. Like, anyway, anyway, you're getting me, getting me all riled up, John. Just trying to. <laughs> Dolphins. Um, I'm just talking about the Bills. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you, you caught Germany. me on a sensitive topic. <laughs> I'm talking Nazi Germany. I'm talking about you know freeing Europe. Um, <laughs> during the this is interesting. 
Bill's rule, BLZ rule, R-U-L, writes, During the glory years, I made a tape, yikes, and sent it to Coach Levy. He was fond of saying, one more river to cross. He sent me a lovely handwritten note, which I still treasure. Another river to cross, one at a time. Huh. That's really nice. That's really nice. Yeah, I think uh, Levy was at the game today. There's a thing about it. Who was the the legend of the game this week? Uh, You missed it. No, yeah, I missed it, but it was Lorenzo Alexander. Oh, cool. Mike Graham writes, also, how funny would it be if the Bills took the division for the Dolphins? How funny? It would be fantastic. I'd probably go through all my mentions for the last three months from Dolphins fans and just say, oh, I thought we weren't that good. McCustis writes, that last QB run should get McDermott fired, only because Josh Allen got hurt on that, only because he got a stinger. Otherwise, it was a great play. He got the first down and ended the game. Like that was an amazing third down play. But yeah, yeah, without Josh Allen, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, right? It's like, oh, Allen's running too much. Let's stop running Allen. Oh no, Allen's not running enough. We need to run Allen more, and (laughs) then he gets hurt. Like you can't have it both ways. Yeah, yeah. It's it's only the right amount of running. A little or a lot based on if we win. If we win and he ran a lot, we're like, why is he running so much? Or if he loses, if we lose and he ran a lot, we're like, why is he running so much? But if we lose and he didn't run at all, we're like, why isn't he running the ball? I don't understand. Right. And absolutely. And, and if he gets hurt or not, right? That's the other part of it. James Allen writes, I wonder if James, is that is that Josh Allen's father? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. They play like this the rest of the season, and it will be over. The offense has looked really bad at multiple times. This season. Wouldn't it be funny if James Allen was shitting all over Josh Allen? <laughs> it's like this is his dad. Josh Allen looked like crap today. <laughs> the offense has looked really bad at multiple times this season. I don't know what the hell the issue is, but please, someone at one Bills drive, figure it the bleep out. Yep. So I think it's better than last season in the beginning of this year where it was Allen to digs or bust. At least now they have options. It could be Cook, it could be Kincaid, maybe even Shakir. Or last week it was Gabe Davis. Or maybe they go back to Diggs again eventually. I don't. He's been kind of inconsistent too. But they have more options now, or they're at least using the other options where before they didn't. So I think they're in a better place. Maybe they need a little bit better game planning or a little bit better execution or combination of that. But I think they're on the right track personally. Yeah. Well, what's nice to see through all of this is that even when the offense is struggling like it did uh, this week and there were turnovers last week, like the Bills are finding ways to win at least. I know one of the one of the tweeters wrote that earlier, but I mean, finding a way to win was like the opposite of what they were. They were finding ways to lose earlier than the season, you know? Um, yeah, you're right. This is this is a good end to be on. Let's just hope that, you know, it, people are always worried against a really good team. It's going to cost you. And I agree with that, but you know, really good teams have bad games too. So we will see. Uh, Todd Todd Grossman writes: uh, Belichick can still pl- set a game plan to frustrate Bills fans. Yeah, you know, I usually use after, especially the last couple of seasons since Brady's retired, I use that like uh, those those dancing um, coffin holders. You know, the you know dancing and they're holding the coffin. It's usually like you know the Bills ushering Bill Belichick into retirement, right? Like that's always a fun meme I like to share on social media. But like, I didn't feel right sharing it this time because the Bills didn't destroy them. Like Belichick played really well. And I think they're a lot better than their four and 12 record. I don't think they're playoff worthy, but I think they're better than that. Charlie Brown is a Bills fan writes, Josh Allen has one week to figure a whole lot out. He looked awful. 
Yeah, I wonder how much more awful he'd look, though, if his receivers hadn't dropped those balls, you know? Like, we're talking a couple yeah. of sustained drives. Last week, too, there was drops. Four or five. Like, he had a low, like, attempts versus incompletions the previous week. But if you factor in the the drops, the completion percentage goes way up. Um, random thought. Uh, do you know what um, the snap count was for Daquan Jones this week? No, but I can Google it. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything, because I was I was in the stands. I couldn't really t- you know count all of the the snaps and all that. You know, <laughs> I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were wa- watching on the telly. <laughs> yeah, I was, but I wasn't paying attention to how many snaps he had. Uh, huh. I mean, it's, it might be too early for Week 17 to be out. Yeah, I mean, Pro Football Reference doesn't even have the Bills at 10 and six yet. Did you notice one or the other? So, or not not paying attention to that. I, cause no, I, I noticed he was in there. I noticed they were, you know, I noticed he was. They were bringing him in, um, in certain situations. It felt like more passing down situations, but it felt like he made his presence known. He didn't have any huge spat, splash plays, but you kind of you know give a little credit to like when Ed Oliver does more this week. Maybe a little bit more credit goes to Daquan Jones to keeping him. That's what I was thinking. That pairing hit has seemed to have worked really well in the past. Yeah, I mean, the way that they were getting pressure at certain points, I mean, they would get pressure like that against any good team um, that the Bills may face. What do you think about this? So A.J. Tharp writes a, a few things. Number one, keep Vaughn inactive. Okay, we'll get Von, to that Vaughn was here. active sure today? No, inactive. You didn't even notice? Yeah, because you were at the game. You probably didn't get the notifications. <laughs> he was inactive today. How awesome was that? <laughs> oh, he was inactive. Okay, because I didn't see. I didn't Sorry, notice him on the field. I didn't notice him on the field, so I was like, "Oh, I just assumed he was active, but I didn't see him inactive." How about that? <laughs> no, he was inactive for the first time this season it, when he was eligible. Was Epinesa, uh active then? Or yes, he was. Yes, okay. he was. So I'm thinking that might have been the reason why, because he's yeah. back now from injury. Yeah, I noticed Hyde was on the field. He made a great yep. play um, defending a pass. He had to knock that ball, the yeah. incomplete pass. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting healthier. So AJ Ripes, yep, exactly. Dude, Daquan coming back at this stretch might be might be a lot bigger than we're really giving it credit. They're going to need those guys next week. Yeah, remember last year, or and even in the year the year before too. Was he with us for a couple of years, right? Yes, this is his second or third year. Second year, maybe. When, whenever he's out, there was def. There was def. This year has been better, but like last year was not as good. On the defensive line, no, they missed him a lot last year. They, I mean, he was he missed the Bengals game, and we were terrible in that game, right? Right. So AJ Tharp also writes number two: Sherfield should not be on the field. I can't disagree with that one. Yeah, he was pretty terrible. Sherfield, yeah, he keeps dropping them. I mean, I think he had like one or two like pretty decent plays this season, but yeah, for the most part, um, very underwhelming. Number three: Pray for Josh's collarbone. It's fine. It's fine. We just said. I mean, it should be fine for next week, but it's early. We'll see. Number four, Razul Douglas was an absolute steal. Number Brandon, five, buy a Brandon Dolphins Bean jersey. Making moves. Brandon Bean, man. Was that like was that the well, best like, trade he's ever done besides like Josh like, Allen trade? Like he knows how to like get those guys in and and he does and he does it in a way where if it doesn't if it doesn't work out, then like they can they can get out of it after the year and it's over, right? But yeah, they never it, they never trade it, for a player. But when it does work out, it you could <laughs> it's like awesome. He's smart. He's yeah, smart. like, remember when they traded for Kelvin Benjamin? Like, I didn't hate the trade, but obviously it was a bad trade, right? But he's at least making 
you know, trying to make a move, right? Like, I mean, how many GMs do we see just not even try to inquire about a guy? Like, very often. That's how it used to be for years. Yeah, trying to prove the route. Or, like, if there's, like, Trey White's out. I feel so bad for Trey White, man. Out for a year, and then he gets this other... He finally, finally, like, is back in, like, in that elite footing again. And another at least year long. It's terrible. Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah, it's rough. But luckily, I mean, they have someone... But, I mean, not that Dean but, Jackson's terrible, but way better than Dean Jackson. No, they, like we, I mean, we talked about in the offseason, corner was one of their biggest depths, their best positions. So it wasn't something we were worried about, but he's, but like Bean still went out and got somebody else and it's worked out so well. Yes, absolutely. You know, I always thought Razul Douglas was older. He's the same age as Tredavious White. So, I mean, they have still about the same amount of football left with, left him. I mean, well, it's he hard might not have, to like Russell Douglas, man. He might have more left than White because of these two significant injuries. Yeah. You get the feeling that White doesn't want to – he may not even want to play after this. For some reason, like, I, f- I feel like the fan base, and myself included, kind of gets this feeling like, I think I think he's done. I think he, he might not want to come back from this, but I don't have any proof of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the guy or what he's thinking. I mean, he could come back Yeah, I mean, it, it's but, just – But it's just – it's just a really unfortunate set of circumstances that he's had to go, go through. For sure. For sure. I mean, but I can't imagine. Could you even imagine a secondary with Razul Douglas and Tredavious White, a healthy Tredavious White? Like, come on. Like, that's not even fair, right? Like, that's that's two top 10 corners in the NFL, top 15 or whatever. Like, that's insane. So, yeah, I mean, thank you guys all for writing in, for giving us some of your hot takes. Appreciate that. Um, um, as always, uh, if you leave us a review on our Circling the Wagons podcast feed, um, we will uh, put you in a contest each week for winning a shirt from our T Public store. Which thank you guys all for you know supporting. We sold you know a bunch of shirts this last Christmas. Obviously, Christmas season is a big time to buy uh, gifts for people. So um, the winner this week, if you've left a, a, us a review there, and by the way, if you can't, if you don't have iTunes, because Spotify and other services have ways to review usually, but um, they don't have a way to like leave a message and then leave your like Twitter handle or Instagram handle. Like, send me a screenshot of you leaving the five-star review or something and like just send it to me via twitter instagram facebook or whatever uh email ctwpod at gmail.com and let us know that you did that and uh i'll get you in there so i want to make sure that i can get as many of you in as possible and uh the winner again this week is mass bills that's mass bills winning the t public shirt so uh, make sure you email us or message us and let us know that you listened and you heard us winning. So, John, any final thoughts before we head into the uh, Dolphins game next week, the Week 18 matchup? I don't think so. Just uh, got to win. Just win, baby. Just L. win, baby. As L. Davis would say. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, appreciate all you guys for listening. Appreciate Mike and John for stopping in on this New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's, everyone. Signing off for John. Go Bills. Happy New Year's. And for me, Nate, go Bills. Happy New Year's. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you guys again next week.
Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. Um, well, listen, I, the whole show is called Circling the Wagons. Say no more. I love it. <laughs>